Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 1212, yeah, yeah, hey, hey. Waking up with Energy 95.3. Waking every morning. When you wake up in the morning. Now here's Tucker and Mora. Welcome to the Take Two Podcast. You've made it. You have arrived. So this is where we look back at the week on the air. The week that was. So if you missed anything, you might get a chance to hear it in this podcast. And if it's something you heard before and you're like, I heard this already, then you just press that skip 30 seconds, Uh skip 30 seconds, skip 30 seconds button. Or maybe it'll be even better the second time, (laughs) Tucker, right? Could be. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you know when the new one comes out. And uh, we'll do it every week. Thanks for listening. You know what I was thinking about? Uh, now that your cafe has turned into a bar, mm-hmm. and you guys are like rocking out Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, I, isn't it open every night except for Monday? Uh, we're closing on Sunday just to recover. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking I like... I can't party like this. When, when you own a bar, <laughs> yeah, you must drink so much. So much more than I ever did. Yeah, because yes. it's just always there. I, and free. I remember when you had cookies and ice cream at the cafe before was, you converted into a bar. You were eating it every night. I was eating cookies. I, I could go downstairs anytime I want. Yeah. and make a killer cookie ice cream sandwich. Yeah, extravaganza. That's hard to resist. Now, now it's wine. It's wine <laughs> and beer. I literally just go downstairs and I'm like, just give me some of whatever's open. Like, I just don't even care. I mean, I'm now turning into Barmora. I yeah. was Barmora a long time when ago. When you were 22? And now I'm back, baby. I actually went on Friday to the Eaton Center and bought some bar clothes. Because none of my stuff seems appropriate anymore. What are bar clothes? You know, you got a bar shirt, probably. I don't have a bar shirt. You have a bar shirt. I don't have a bar shirt. Everyone has a bar shirt. I'm not 21. If I was 21, maybe I'd have that shirt with buttons that I put on if I'm going to a club or something. Bundus has a bar shirt. No, I don't. Well, everything Bundus wears is like a bar shirt, though. It buttons way down. It's one of those ones that only is held together with one button. What is That's all my shirts. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. What what is bar clothes for you? I can only imagine. Okay, so I'll let you guess. I bought two pieces. Yeah. Two new pieces. A corset. Did you buy a like a a corset? No. Okay. No. Uh huh. Got to be like a tight, slim, revealing black dress. Whoa, Bundus. But she already has tight black dresses. I do. No. no. It's not enough Bundus. Is it just a bra top? Like bikini bra top type of thing? (laughs) No. I don't know. No. What is it? What constitute? I see people at clubs now, and I see what they're wearing, and it's basically lingerie. No. What about um, some like new boots? Like some new like oh thigh high thigh high yeah something like that. You wish. <laughs> no, I got. Here's what I got. <laughs> we wish. <laughs> okay. I bought mm-hmm. a black plunging neckline bodysuit. Oh. The bodysuits are in. Yes. I like the bodysuits. I'm wearing 
a bodysuit? Top to bottom? You're not hiding it with a skirt in between no, or anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I wore it with jeans. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it just looks like I a really tight fitted top. Does it have the snap at the bottom? No. How do you, you get out of that pull thing? It? I asked a couple of ladies. I'm like, hey, I'm wearing, I'm, this is a new bar outfit. Yeah. What do I do? And they said, you pull it to the side. When you have to go to the bathroom? Yeah. How do you not? You just uh, focus? You stay focused? There's no way you can do that properly. (laughs) You'd be surprised. (laughs) And the other item that Uh I bought is uh, like hot pants. Yeah? That are quite, almost too short. Husband's loving them. He's like, great shorts. (laughs) So now you're the the shooter girl. (laughs) It's like, wow. Essentially, What an evolution. I know, right? Gonna have to check you out. Check out the (laughs) bodysuit. What are you going to wear, though? You don't have a bar More shirt. More about a onesie. <laughs> We're at the bar. I don't have a bar shirt. I'll wear what I wear every day, and I'm sure it'll be just fine. That'll be a letdown. I don't have to pull it to the side to go to the bathroom. <laughs> 28% of delivery drivers admit that they have stolen some of the food from your order. A couple of fries. Meh. Onion rings? No problem. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Even pad thai. <gasps> Man, they jam so much pad thai in those containers. You could probably serve a bowl to yourself, <laughs> close the lid, and no, no one, one would, would be know. the wiser. No one would know. Oh, egg roll? Tougher. We were speaking to somebody who delivers food from multiple restaurants, one of those apps that you may use all the time. Here he is discussing the types of food he likes to take. Anything that's like chicken or french fries. It's not like anybody's going to actually call and complain because you can never really guess what one chicken wing missing is actually looks like. So I, I would never worry about it at all. No one's going to call and complain. Hey, what's going on, Frank? Last time I called, I, I actually got a small fry for the driver. <laughs> yes. You did. It would be a physical impossibility to drive McDonald's with french fries to somebody and not have a fry. <laughs> the smell <laughs> of those fries in a car is beautiful. Uh, Sarah, have you ever caught somebody stealing food? We ordered last night, and we had two desserts, and only one were there. Aha! Uh-huh. What'd you order? We ordered, like, chicken and fries with dessert. What was the uh, dessert? Custard. Custard. Were you ordering it for an old folks home? (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a custard or a a pudding? Something that's very easy to swallow. (laughs) Custard is delicious, Tucker. Nobody's stealing your custard in a car. Well, hold on a second. How good is this custard? It's delicious. It's like cinnamon on top. It's just so good. Mm. Well, there you go. Now it makes sense, right? Well, yeah, I'm thinking I should complain. <laughs> yeah, and the restaurant's probably like, oh, maybe we did forget to put it in the bag. Probably, and then the yeah. driver's enjoying that delicious custard. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, is this custard? Uh, I haven't seen custard in a delivery in 72 years. <laughs> I better taste it. <laughs> what did you guys do, Sarah? Did you fight over the one that you got? Well, we halved it. We, we, were, we were nice. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. That was big of you. Hey, thanks for being on the show. Really appreciate it. No, no problem. Thank you. I just got a text from Dave. He said the same thing happened to him. He placed an order last week, and the driver drank one of his Metamucil fiber shakes. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Get over it. Custard is something people have. Apparently, people are saying on text yeah. that it's probably the Portuguese dessert, the custard tart. 
that Sarah is ordering, which is, in fact, delicious and for all ages. Sure it is. (laughs) And very easy to steal from a delivery bag. Also rice pudding right up there. (laughs) Where's my rice pudding? I'm pretty sure I ordered three. It's only two here. Our producer, Chris Bundes, is here. Did you say you started your Friday night with seven shots of whiskey? Yeah, I had a wedding on Friday. So you personally had seven shots of whiskey? Yeah, it was a really long day. And when the bar opened up, (laughs) when the reception opened up at five. Okay, just stop it right now. (laughs) There's no, a really long day. Like, was your family kidnapped? Like, I imagine, you know, Liam Neeson, when he comes back with his daughter alive after having murdered, you know, 50 people along the way. There's a guy who needs seven shots of whiskey James to Bond, get his Friday night going. After coming back from a mission, you know, yeah. and he's meeting with that woman who runs the whole operation. They do seven shots. That uh, that space mi- mission that went bad when they were going to the moon. Yeah, There was a movie with Tom Hanks and Kevin Bacon. Yes. I think it was Apollo 13. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When they finally make it back down to Earth. <laughs> they need th- that's seven like, shots. Okay, yeah. I could see him opening a bottle pouring seven shots and then just shutting down after you know all seven so you're saying i was a bit excessive well i just it seems because mora was like no i'm pretty what happened was bunnis was just telling us about his friday night quickly and then he left the room and uh, he'd said oh yeah it was such a long day i ended up you know the bar open and we had seven shots of whiskey i thought well that must have been with seven people seven guys no one shot each i literally meant i asked the bartender (laughs) To pour seven times for me. <laughs> God. And so what happens after that? Do you just black out like about 20 minutes yeah, later? Done. What no. time is this? Five o'clock? That was at five, yeah. <laughs> You've been up for, since probably 334. Yeah, yeah, it's a long day. Uh, yeah, but I surprisingly kept that pace up like through the night. I, I I got home at about 9 a.m. Uh-huh. What? And uh, managed to like like not fall over, not black out. It, there was a lot of dancing. There was a lot of moving. It was hot, so I was we, sweating a lot. We are in two totally different places in our lives. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever in my life done seven shots in a row, period. No, no. I mean, I, no. I've seen people do it. It never ends well, you know? It, it doesn't. Oh, somebody's birthday. Get him some shots. <laughs> He'll be barfing in an hour. You know, like you can pretty much guarantee it. So you didn't throw up or anything like that? I didn't throw up. No, it was okay. And you were able to keep going for like another 12 hours? Well, right after that, like we sat down and we had the three-course meal. It wasn't like anybody's, like we didn't get to start drinking hard. So it was like I front-loaded that right. until uh, after the dinner ah, to get me through Like it. a trained professional, Tucker, <laughs> yeah. using terms like front-loaded. <laughs> <laughs> Are we building a a structure or are we drinking? Welcome to a game we call What the Clock? What the Clock? Imagine your favorite pop singers were born as chickens, Mora. It could happen. And not as human beings. How would those songs sound? Well, we're about to tell you. Give you an example. Our friend Mora actually has a unique ability to channel her inner chicken. Mm-hmm. So have a listen to this song, and you tell us what the name of the song actually is. You ready, Maura? I'm ready. Okay, bring it.
on. Who are we playing with here? Jen is our first player. Jen! Okay, could it be uh, Back by Feet, Jake Owen? Wow, by, I, I, by, by Jake feet? Owen? No, well, yeah, but could it be Back by Colt Ford? Okay, well, no, it is not that, I'm afraid, Jen. Is that a country singer, Jake Owen? Yeah, I just thought, I don't know, it was so hard. Mm, it's, a, it's, a, it's a newer song. It's a tricky game. It's a big song. It's not easy, guys. This is not a cup of tea, okay? <laughs> uh, who are we going to next here? Okay, and who is Samantha. it? Samantha. Good morning, Samantha. Morning. You Tell us the name song. of that song. Uh, talk. There it is. You got it. Here we go. Can we just talk? Here we go. Are you sure it's not Feet by Jake Owen? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. This is a song. I love this song. It was a tougher one because it's sort of a newer song, but you nailed it. Congratulations. This could be the new trend in marriages and gift giving when it comes to going to a wedding. It's really cool. Matt and Kelly Cameron just got married. She's a teacher, and they seem to just have everything they need. They don't really need more stuff. Who doesn't need money? They said to their guests, instead of giving gifts, would you please donate school supplies to underprivileged children? Here she is. Um, Being a teacher, I know that a lot of kids come with nothing to school and um you see the kids so excited about the little things a new backpack new shoes and um it's so important that they can start school excited and uh, a lot of teachers spend a lot of their own money uh for their kids and um this helped out a little bit Uh, sweet, oh isn't it? Oh, my God. I yeah. hope my daughter Harvest has her as a teacher one day. Right? She cares so much. Yeah. I wonder if when they were unwrapping all the school supplies, if they were doing all of the same stuff that regular couples do. Like, oh, can you believe what Mora gave us? <laughs> <laughs> we said school supplies. A box of HB pencils? <laughs> Meanwhile, Blundis... He brought like a whole uh, backpack and uh, filled with markers and graph paper. <laughs> oh, your cousin, one stinking eraser. Can oh, you believe that? What a and guy. he drank the most out of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and all he gave was an eraser. <laughs> Isn't that how it usually goes down? Yes, that's always how it goes down. And it's always the cousin. It's always the that cousin. lets you down the most. Yeah, yeah. That comes into town and gets you a spatula. It's like <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Thanks, cuz. If you're looking for a way to change it up for your wedding this summer, there yeah, you go. There's an idea. The verdict is in, and Katy Perry is guilty AF. Wow. Okay. Well, what's, what's she guilty of? Guilty <laughs> of being a ripoff artist. A jury has ruled that Katy Perry's Dark Horse rips off another song. This actually dates back to 2014 when the uh, initial claim was made. So it took five years for this thing to run its course through so the court of law. So you got to feel like you're definitely being ripped off yeah. if you're going to take it that far, oh, right? Oh, yeah. It just and takes forever. Imagine being selected for jury duty and that's your case. <laughs> I'd be like, whoo, thank God. So can yeah. we hear the songs? Uh, yeah. 
You ready for this? Yes. Okay, well, you know the Katy Perry song, right? Dark Horse? Yeah. Great song. At least I thought it was until I've just found out that she ripped it off. There is a Christian band, and they have um, like this rap song. Okay. This is how it sounds. Hearing that? Yeah, okay. You know what it is. I've never heard of Christian rap before, but this beat (laughs) is pretty sick. Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about it. Your boy's been a Christian quite a few years. It's the backing beat, right? Yeah. They're called Flame. And it features Lecrae. Wow. And then again, the Katy Perry. That's a lot of songs that have that chord progression, though. Like, it just feels like that probably is the case. Well, Bundes, uh, our producer, who's a musician, can tell you a little bit about, like, do you know how it works with ripoffs? Like, is it, it's so many corporate... Yeah, you're allowed seven notes in a chord progression before it's considered, like, a copy. I actually put the two of them on top of each other. Now, I had to slow down the song Joyful Noise to try and match it to Katy Perry. I Uh didn't do a perfect job, but... Wow. I'm pretty good at this, aren't I? Wow. That's trippy. (laughs) You know what it is. Uh, Yeah. So what is it? Will she have to pay Uh, them now? Like So they haven't ruled exactly how much she owes in damages, but wouldn't it be fun if they just kind of came up with like a crazy punishment? The punishment has to go beyond money. Like Katy Perry should have to date a guy who looks like me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, a nice guy who you have to get to know before you can become attracted to. (laughs) Something like that. Who is bald or balding. Date a bald guy. Yeah, yeah. No. No. That that would be terrible. Oh, please. Please don't force her to (laughs) do that. Put me in jail instead. (laughs) Make me pay millions. (laughs) I thought you were going to say that she would have to do like a... Community service? No, like a guest appearance on this this other band's like next album. Oh, yeah. That would be pretty good. She'd have to do like a couple of verses on their first single. That's right. Wouldn't that be fair? Yeah, here's the latest Flame song featuring Katy Perry instead of Lecrae. We'll we'll keep our eyes on this case and let you know (laughs) once they award damages how far it goes. So she either has to date a balding man like Tucker or do a guest appearance on the next album. Interesting. Or more likely pay some money. (laughs) So it has been announced that the song Baby Shark, you know the one... Is going to be turned into a breakfast cereal. Just when you thought you were getting away from the song. So I thought it would be fun if we imagined an alternate universe where all cereals were inspired by music (laughs) and songs. You mean like a song came out and then the cereal followed? Yes. Okay. In every case. Okay. We're going to name the cereal, and we're each going to present a song that we think may have been the one to inspire that cereal. Yes. And Michelle, we're counting on you to tell us who's got the better song for the cereal. 
Okay. The cereal is Fruit Loops. Mm. The obvious song is this one. If you like pina colada, yeah. get caught in the rain. This be the one. It's got a oh, vacation man. vibe to it, you uh-huh. know? Fruity and fun. In the it just works, man. Okay, Michelle, the song that I believe inspired Fruit Loops is from an artist that everybody likes, just like Fruit Loops. It's Taylor Swift. Find me a person who doesn't like Taylor Swift, and it's probably the same person who doesn't like Fruit Loops. Right. It is the cereal that is the most mass appeal on the shelf. I would say more on this. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Mora gets a point. Lucky Charms, Mora. Oh, Lucky Charms. Well, if it's Lucky Charms, then it's got to be this one. You have to excuse me. Yeah. I'm not at my best. I'm oh, 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 oh. Interesting angle. I took a different approach to this, Michelle. With Lucky Charms, I thought, well, you know what? Each marshmallow charm represents a different member in a band, and that's why I chose the Backstreet Boys. (laughs) And I want it that way. You know, you got five members of the Backstreet Boys, and at times, depending on the promotion, five different charms in Lucky Charms. Yeah, I would say more on this. Yeah! Okay. I'm going to go with brand butts. Okay. Something healthy. Change it up a little bit. Yeah, I got this Laura, what do you got for brand butts? Well, brand buds. <laughs> it's got to be this one. Oh, man, take a look at my <laughs> <laughs> Neil Young. Oh, uh, yeah. Old man. <laughs> what a great song, yes. though. Okay, Michelle, what song reminds me of Brand Buds? It's this song right here. Because when I hear it, I feel like my insides are liquefying. And I start getting that stomach cramp, you know, right before. Like you've had a massive bowl of brand buds out of the blue. I'm pretty sure Cy was on a toilet in one of those video clips, too. Yeah, I would say Tucker on this Yeah! Hey, Michelle, thanks so much for helping us out this morning. Really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. That was fun. So Mark says he has a crazy road rage incident. What happened? I was on my way home from work. I used to work at Woodbine Casino, and it was around 3.30 in the morning. And I'm coming down, going north on the 410, and I see this guy. I was in the left lane. I see this guy in the right lane, and he just looks. He was in a truck. He just looks at me and just runs his finger across his neck. And like, like he wants to he wants to kill you kind of thing. <laughs> like he wants yeah. to slit your throat. Yeah, and I'm just like, what is this guy doing? And then he starts to veer towards me and push me into the guardrail. So I'm like, okay, this guy's being serious right now. So as I sped up, he started to speed up. And as he was speeding up, he kept veering to push me to the guardrail. I'm like, okay, this is really getting serious. So at this time, I was just going to start flying through the streets and hope that a cop was going to stop me. Yeah, because then at least you'd have backup, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was like an 80 zone, and we were doing about 140, 150 going Yikes. down the street. I thought, okay, the only thing I'm going to do, because I didn't want to go home, because this guy was going to follow me home. Yeah. yeah. 
So I figured the only thing I was going to do was go really, really fast, slam on my brakes, hoping that he can't do the same and turn onto the street. Like they do in the movies. Yeah, and it ended up working. It ended up working. I ended up turning right into Valleywood, this uh, subdivision, turning the driveway, shut my car off, and uh, and that was it. I waited for like, I think, five or ten minutes. Did you duck down and lie on the floor of the car? Yeah, yeah. Like, I legit, like, you know, went down in my car, turned the car off, waited for about five, ten minutes until I didn't see anything. And then went home at this point. Now, the problem was it was that it was so late at night and I didn't have a cell phone then that um, I didn't get the guy's license plate or nothing. So I just I just, you know, drove and went home. But I was I I, th- I literally thought I was going to die that night. Wow. Yeah. No, like, the beginning of this was that you were in the passing lane and he wanted to he was passing you on the right side. I was in the passing lane passing him. And then he decides to like speed up, and then he he put his hand across his throat, saying he was going to no. kill him. I'm like, what, what is this guy doing? <laughs> so you're going by him. It's like you never pass this guy. Don't pass no him. one's allowed to be ahead yeah. of him. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? That was I was 19 years old, and I'm 35 now, and I'll never forget that story. Like I've told so many people that story, but I'll never forget it. Yeah, I wonder where that guy is now. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, what I'm kind of car was he driving? Guy. Let's call him out. <laughs> 16 years ago, if you owned a what kind of car? You know what? I don't remember exactly what it was. I think. It it was a black Ford, but I don't remember exactly what it was. It okay. was a Ford truck. Ford truck, truck. Yeah. 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 Did it happen yeah, to it have those crazy. things hanging from the back? Truck nuts? <laughs> no, no, no. It didn't. It didn't. But I was listening to your story about uh, road rage and stuff like that, and I'm like, you know, so many people on the road that are trying to get somewhere so fast, and it's like, for what? You know what I mean? You're going to get there. Like, just people are just nuts. Yeah, yeah. people are pretty crazy, especially yeah. the ones with truck nuts. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for sharing the story. No problem. Thanks, guys. Welcome to the game that is called the Number Oneer Game. Number Oneer Game. And, uh... Jennifer is playing with us this morning. Jennifer, big news just came in. Old Town Road has just become the biggest number one song of all time on the Billboard Hot 100. Wow. No song in the world since they started this chart has stayed at number one longer than Old Town Road. I've been in a valley, you Seventeen weeks now. Song of summer, guys. It certainly is. It's the song of our generation of (laughs) of the history of music. Really, I mean, and no song has been at number one ever this long. Right. So the way the number one or game works is, I'm going to play you two songs, and Jennifer, you're going to have to decide if uh, which song is number one or. Meaning, they're all number one songs. Which one stayed at number one longer than the other? Let's start with this one right here. Despacito. Big number one hit song. For Bieber and his Spanish friends. And you also got this one here. Oh... Black Eyed Peas. The way every wedding DJ kicks off the night, right? And I got a feeling. Uh-huh. So we're asking the question, which one is number one or which was number one for longer? You got to get three out of five right to win. Oh, Despacito. Despacito is correct. Oh, wow. Nice job. I would have gone with that. I got a feeling. Yeah. That song just seems to never go away. Okay. <laughs> you got Ed Sheeran. I'm in love with the shape of you. And shape of you. Like a magnet, 
Or how about the Macarena? <laughs> hey, Macarena! Okay, now you have to decide which one is number one or Macarena or Shape of You. That's a tough one, but I think I'm going to have to go with Macarena. You were born to play this game. Really? Macarena. I would not have gone Macarena. It was number one for 14 weeks straight. Uh huh. It's like one of the top number one songs of all time. It's insane. Makes me want to bash my head against a wall. Okay. (laughs) This is a tough game, but you're rocking this, Jennifer. Oh my God, she's killing it. Let's do another. Drake. She said, Do you love me? I tell her only partly. I only love my bed and my mama. mama. I'm sorry. 50 dub. I even got it tatted on me. 81. God's plan. You got chain smokers closer. Which song is number one? I'm gonna have to go with chain smokers. Much just like that, you've won the game. What? Yeah. Oh wow. Chain smokers number one for twelve weeks. God's plan number one for eleven weeks. Oh wow. Closer is number one. Wow. Nice work, Jennifer. Congratulations. Thank you very much for having me. Somebody's been missing since the Raptors won the championships. This guy slipped out that night, and they just found him in a Toronto sewer. Wow. Sounds like quite a wild party. Quite a bender. What a, yeah. And alive, right? Alive, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, I'm assuming. It's a snake. Ah, a python. He was poking his head out of a sewer at Danforth and Vic Park, and people called police. They're like, is that a python? His name is Monty. Okay. Mm. He traveled about three kilometers from his home. His family has been freaking out because he's been gone for about a month. They've been playing snake charmer music to try to get him to get back to the house. No <laughs> luck, though. <laughs> You're not going to believe this, Maura. What? I believe we have Monty on the phone with us right now. We we have Monty. I think we do. Okay. Hello, Maura and (laughs) Monty, where have you been? I'll tell you. I was trying to find my way to Kawhi Leonard's condo. Oh. Why? I was going to squeeze him until he agreed to stay in Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) We needed you. I know. And then I finally got there, Mora. You did? And? He had moved out. <laughs> that guy's one slippery little guy. He got out of there with, like right away. I heard he was tubing in the Bahamas. <laughs> it was all for nothing. I'm sorry, uh, Monty. So now you're going to go home? I don't have a choice. Oh, if I had my way, I'd go to Los Angeles. <laughs> and I would go and strangle him. <laughs> Yeah, we lost him. Nice try, though. Oh, wait, my owner's coming. I gotta go. Okay, bye. Bye, bye Monty. Wow. Admirable, though. Uh, but, uh, <laughs>
<laughs> Everything's fine. Nothing uh, to see here. Okay. How hot is it when a guy pulls out a guitar and he starts serenading you? I mean, that's how Jed won over Hannah on The Bachelorette. Wanna pull you close. Mm. Whisper in your ear. <laughs> tell you I want you. Right here. Nice. He rhymed oh, here with here. That's pretty good. <laughs> do you wish you could do that, Tucker? Oh, yeah. If I could have done that in grade 10, oh my God. I would have been fighting the women off. But I, I kind of feel like it's. I mean, I bet you Bundes has done it. Our producer, Chris Bundes, is a musician. He's been in a number of bands. You write songs. Like, you must have written a song and, and done this whole thing for a girl. Oh, my God. This is my jam. Like, I can't tell you every girl I met in my early 20s I wrote a song for. Yeah? Really? And you played it for them? Yeah. Oh, and so how do you do that? Do you, do you, when you're going to play them and unveil the song, do you pick, like, uh, it has to be the right time of the night when you're ready to... You know what I mean? Or do you do it, or do you do it at the beginning of a date and then, you know... And my guess is, is that you... You kind of like stumble across a guitar, so it yeah. seems very spontaneous. You're like, "Oh, oh, what's this?" But not if you've written the song for them. If you say, "Hey, I wrote a song about you. I want you to hear it." To me, that's a closing move. That's like the finisher. No, it was more like an opener. To be honest, it, really, it, yeah. Like so, when the band was together and we were rehearsing, kind of having like a pre-party, there's a bunch of people drinking, hanging out. There'd be guitars lying around. I'd be like, "Oh, grab it." wrote this new song and I start playing it and I'm kind of like looking at her while oh, I'm playing it okay. letting her know that this is about her without oh, actually telling her it's about her that's the move I wrote a song for you <laughs> that song was for you <laughs> you never know like a guy has he ever pulled a guitar out for you more on Serenaded You? yes yeah. And how does that make you feel when well, it happens? Well, the one guy who did it kind of seemed like he was doing it more for himself than for me, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Sounds like Bundus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> putting on a bit of a yeah, show. a little self-serving. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, hey, eyes here, right here. <laughs> then you wonder if it's really about you. Or some other girl, like he's played it eight times before. Yeah, and here's a I've quote. done that. Have you done I was that? just going to say. Same song twice for multiple women. Yeah. And you tell them this is about you? Yeah, I've done that before. <gasps> I'm sorry. I feel like it is a total douche move once you get beyond grade 10. No. I feel like if you're in high school, it's really girls with fall for it. After that, it just, listen to you. You can see through it. Yeah, but you? if it comes from a real place, then mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? If but if really, it's coming from Bundes... If Bundes has used the same song on eight different women, then it loses its appeal, yeah. right? Like well, he's as long singing, as they don't know. He's singing Brown Eyed Girl. I'm like, wait a second. I have blue eyes, you know? Come on. Uh, anyway, this guy ended up being a creep on The Bachelorette. Surprise, surprise. I bet you he wrote that song for the other woman in his life, right? Is it really Spoiler alert, if you didn't watch the finale of Bachelor, it turns out this guy fully was in love with another girl before he went on the show. Mm-hmm. And then fell in love with another girl while, you know, the Bachelorette, Hannah. He should have told her that through song. I got another woman. But I love you more. <laughs> Don't you worry, honey. I'll kick her out of the door. Yeah. More indoors. See, I rhymed there, too. I can do it. I just don't have a voice to sing or the ability to play the guitar.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is there anything more frustrating than being an IT specialist for your grandmother, your mother-in-law, <laughs> your father-in-law, your great aunt? Oh, it's the worst. Oh. And I don't even know that much about computers, and it drives me insane. And I don't blame, like, I was helping my mother-in-law with her iPhone uh-huh. yesterday at 10 at night. Okay. And oh, no. uh, I don't blame her for not figuring some of this stuff out, because some of it is just a mystery. Sure. You know, some of it, it's like there's this black cloud of technology that hovers over my mother-in-law's uh, head. Yeah. And uh, things happen to her phone that I never see before. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, and of I'll course. be like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. And I have to start looking it up. Um, the problem we were having is that she has a iPhone that she really just wanted for emergencies and stuff. Okay. So we set her up on a texting plan and bought some minutes. Mm-hmm. And there was a little bit of data in there as well. Nice, nice. And uh, it was just sort of a one-time data purchase. And when it expires, you got to buy more if you okay. want some more. Kind of a, it's a pay-as-you-go type of deal. Sure. Anyway, she'd been using iMessage. And that was using through the data. Oh. And then, you know, it worked for months that uh-huh. way. And then the data ran out. Okay. And then I'm like, well, are you even using data? And she's like, no, I don't want any of that stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, you should be able to text without iMessage. You turn iMessage off and then you go onto the regular texting. Right, yeah. But the problem is once your phone is using iMessage, it just always reverts back to that. Ugh. So then, you know, you text her uh, using your phone, even though you put in just the phone number and it sends it as an iMessage and she doesn't get it because she's not, uh, her iMessage is off. And then it becomes this whole thing where it's like, why won't it just divert automatically to texting mm-hmm. when you turn iMessage off? I don't know. But it's this whole thing. <laughs> and then um, you're trying to explain, well, you can send it. You just have to hold the message down again and then say, try again as a text message. Oh, oh my God. Forget I, it. At that point, I actually ran right into the wall head first to try and put myself <laughs> out of my misery. <laughs> I just ran. <laughs> Boom. I, and then I was honestly, unconscious and it was the best moment. I've literally <laughs> held a laptop out a window, dangling it in my between my two <laughs> fingers like... That's how angry it makes me. But my mom sends me emails all the time saying, I can't get on the internet. I'm having trouble. If you're going to be in the area, can you stop by? I'm like, mom, if you sent me an email, you're on the internet. Okay? (laughs) It's working. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. So annoying. This is what I'm thinking. What? I'm thinking we get a network of people... And we trade old people. So, for example, you would help my mother-in-law, and I would help your mom. Right. You know what I mean? you're probably going to be less annoyed by my mom, and I'll be less annoyed by your mother-in-law. Or you could really just unleash on them, (laughs) (laughs) and there'd be no repercussions. You could be like, you are not allowed to have a phone! Miss Grierson! Right. If anyone's interested in setting up a network of IT, it's all trade. Okay. All barter. 
I'll do your grandma, you do mine. Uh, I, I don't know. I think your your mother-in-law's issue, I'll stick with my mom's issue, because I've already solved it. Oh, you have? Okay. She's back online. Yeah, until the next problem. <laughs> right. Welcome to Tucker and Mora's Definition. <laughs> Haley, thanks for calling in this morning. This is how the game works. We're going to tell you a word. And you're going to have to guess what the right definition of that word is based on three answers we're going to give you. <laughs> Love the music choice. I know, right? <laughs> and our first word is this one here. Ignominious. 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 Mm-hmm. Ignominious. Ignominious. Yes. Mora, what is ignominious? Well, this is actually a dinosaur commonly referred to as ignominious rex, who's a descendant of the T-Rex, but this beast had opposite features. He had long arms and short legs, which made him easy pickings for predators, which is why scientists believe that uh, they went extinct very okay. fast. Okay, and Bundus. Uh, Haley, ignominious is actually a fancy word for being embarrassed or shamed in public. Or, it's Tucker here, ignominious is actually the technical word to describe a male douchebag. <laughs> like when a man is dressed, it's it's really technically, it's when a man is dressed in a way where he's trying to prove how cool he is. Ah. Ignominious. He's quite ignominious. Exactly. Okay, so, what do you think? Who's got the right definition? Is it Mora, Bundes, or myself, Tucker? It's definitely not the first one. I'm going in for the uh, the second one. The second one is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got it. Uh, our second word is flummoxed. 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 There it is, ah, Mora. Yes. Tell us about flummoxed. Well, when you're flummoxed, you're actually confused or perplexed. You're quite flummoxed. Okay, Bundes? Flummoxed is actually a word to describe an old lover that was insignificant, like a pretender to affection, a pitiful lover. Mm. Okay, well, flummoxed... Actually, Haley, is when you eat too much to the point where your stomach feels swollen. Uh. It's like the opposite of famished. You know, you're famished when you're hungry. You're flummoxed when you're over when full. You're full. Yeah. The last one doesn't really make sense. I'm going in for the uh, the first one. What are you talking about? The last one doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> makes perfect sense to me, Tucker. Sorry, you're going with? Are you going with Mora? Yes, going? that one. Flummoxed, confused. Well, you're right. There you go. You did it. That's it? Two out of three right. All right. <laughs> you're you're, you're disappointed that we didn't get to the yeah, third one. Mora must have had a good one. You're a bit too smart for this game, sister. Thank you so much. <laughs> I need to ask you guys if I'm being irrational about something here. Yes. My mother. Yeah. The, the answer, answer is, is yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> My mom brought me these old children's books and I brought them in. I've seen that one with the uh, fox on it. What's it called? What's in the fox's sack? Okay. And... Millions of cats. I was reading them to Harvest, my daughter, the other day, and they're both disturbing, and I feel like I have to burn them. So I want to read you like an excerpt from each. <laughs> okay. And you tell me if I'm being irrational. Like, I feel like they're a bit disturbing. So the premise of A Million Cats is there's this old man and an old woman living in a house, and they're really lonely, and they want a cat. 
So the old man goes out and finds millions of cats and brings them all home because he can't choose just one. Well, right now I'm into the story. Sounds like a nightmare waiting to happen. Okay. <laughs> and the old woman's like, what are we going to do with all these cats? Yeah. They're going to eat us out of house and home. So she says... I will let the cats decide which ones we should keep. She says, which one of you is the prettiest? Oh, she's playing them against each other. So they, Smart. They all start saying, yeah. I am, I am, I am. They bit and scratched and clawed each other and made such great noise that the old man and the old woman ran into the house. After a while, the noise stopped and they peeped out to see what had happened. And they could not see a single cat. They must have eaten each other all up, said the old woman. It's too bad. They ate each other? I'm reading uh, this to Harvest. I'm like, ah, the cats then ate each other, and that's the end of the story. To me, it's much more disturbing, that story. We talked about this on the show not long ago. What? I love you forever. Yes. You know where the mom's showing up at the son's house when he's a grown man? With the ladder? Puts the ladder up on his bedroom window, sneaks into his room mm-hmm. when he's sleeping without him knowing, mm-hmm. and then proceeds to hold him in his sleep and sing to him yeah. and say i well. love you okay you ready for the fox's yeah. sack okay. is it any worse than that one? Oh yeah okay. this one's super disturbing okay. i feel like hannibal lecter wrote this book okay. okay the fox keeps going to different people's houses okay he's got the sack and he asks these people to hold the sack in the sack <laughs> that's pretty disturbing <laughs> Stop i'm it. sorry in the sack is a bumblebee and when the person who's watching the sack opens the bag the bumblebee flies out so when the fox comes back he decides that he's going to take something of that person's so first it's a rooster and then it's a pig and then it's a child so now the fox has a kid in the sack and he's walking away saying it's almost dinner time and the little boy will make a very good meal for me and then I say, good night, Harvest. Sweet dreams. <laughs> That's Don't a good point. Don't worry about the little boy in the bag. Yeah, well, she won't have to worry as long as she doesn't <laughs> open the sack and look in it when she's told not to. What an important message. Mm. Snow White? You ever, uh, let your daughter watch that one? No, not yet. No? She's so hot that the queen... Sends out the guy to kill her in the woods. <laughs> she's so hot. Because she's, she's smoking, she's man. Just, she's smoking hot. Too attractive. Too hot. <laughs> That's terrible. You know? Oh, I'm going to keep my daughter in a box yes. at home. Never let her out. I've never had a retail experience as dumb as this. Oh, yeah? So yesterday, finished work. We have a bit of a window before we have to have a meeting with our boss. I got like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the market for a new uh, cap, new hat. Oh, yeah? Fedora? No. Just uh, <laughs> I need a new hat, and I'm going to be on vacation next week. So I thought, ah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to uh, bike down to Sport Check. There's one right by the ACC yeah. in uh, Maple Leaf Square, plaza there that has the real sports and the longos sure and i get there i got oh looks like i got a good half hour perfect it's just down the road i go in and some guy's there he's like you're gonna have to leave i'm like why and he goes oh well we're doing a fire drill right now <laughs> it's like 11 or you know 10 40 in the morning uh-huh. I'm like what do you mean a fire drill like this is a planned fire drill he's like yeah and i said how long is this gonna take and he said about 45 minutes wow well, isn't it one of those big 
like condo buildings. It's a condo building that has yeah. a whole complex underneath. But why would you do like if I ran a business in that building, I would be pissed that they, you know, t- are turning people away. I would have gone in. I was in the market for shorts and a cap and maybe would have even bought a T-shirt. Whoa. I would have dropped like a hundred bucks. Me personally in that building. I was prepared to anyway. Yeah, but they I picked, found the right thing. They pick like 1030, 1045 because that's probably their slowest time. Mora, there's a grocery store in there. Okay. Uh huh. So imagine you go, you're going to buy some food, yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, meh, 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 and you got to leave because they're doing a fire drill. Like, why would you do it? Like, why wouldn't you do it before the stores open or after you, they close? Nah, well, maybe that, but Stupid. that's going to disrupt. You hear a lot of about these fire drills that happen in the middle of the night, and that would just upset everybody in the condo building. What do we even need? Do they really need a fire drill there? It's not a school. We all know what to do. <laughs> do fire we? alarm goes off. Announcement comes on. Either stay in your place or leave. You know, mm-hmm. that's pretty much how it works. Yeah. Don't need to be a rocket scientist. So it's like, okay, well, I guess I won't spend money in your business because some moron decided to do a fire drill (laughs) after the stores were open. I mean, imagine you went to the Eaton Center. Yeah. You know, you're uh, you go, oh, I got an hour. I'm going to go buy some stuff. Oh, can't go in. Fire drill. Yeah. I'm sure the employees love that, though, because it's a nice, yeah. long smoke break. Well, right? unless they're working commission or unless you're the manager of the oh, store yeah. and, you know, the numbers matter to you. Wow. Imagine going to a Leafs game. You know, it starts at 7.05, whatever. Mm-hmm. You go and they're like, sorry, can't come in. Fire drill. I wonder Game's if Game's going to be delayed. <laughs> I wonder by if an they hour. ever do fire drills at sporting events like that. Of course not. You know why? Because they're not stupid. <laughs> oh, wow. Tucker? I can't believe that you think that this is cool. <laughs> no, I don't think it's. I think Imagine it has to were... be done. Like, legally, I think they have to do these drills. You, gotta, you go to Pearson, right? Yeah. You're getting ready for a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> you got a 9 a.m. flight. You uh, get there at, uh, you know, 7.45. Yeah. And you show up and they're like, sorry, you can't come in. There's a fire drill right now. All the planes are grounded. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they got to do fire drills. People got to know how to evacuate the airport, Tucker. <laughs> you know, why are you so uptight about this? <laughs> you seem a little uptight. I'm sorry. Well, because it's the dumbest thing ever. Actually, as a matter of fact, what am I supposed to do at Pearson if there's a fire drill? I don't even know how to help. Well, get out of Well, first of all, there. they don't do fire drills because everybody knows how to live in building. <laughs> okay, I'm going to get the hose out. Uh, get the hose out and hose this guy down. You really wanted that new hat, eh? I just, I, it, to me, it's the principle. You know me, I'm a man of principle. Who would do that? Anywho. <laughs> you okay? Um, feel better, thank you. Good. For letting me vent. Good. A Bigfoot hunter frightened campers by trying to shoot the Sasquatch in the middle of the night. This was in Kentucky last weekend. A couple were sleeping in their tent, minding their own business, when they heard shots fired. They came running out of their tent to find this guy standing in their campsite with a gun. He told them, you're in Bigfoot country. Yeah. And I hope you got some weapons. Then he flashed his gun at them and said, I have this. So if anything happens to you, just yell and I'll come. Well, Maura, yeah. as shocking as this sounds, I've actually got the guy on the radio. I think it's all set up now. What? The guy, the Bigfoot hunter oh. is uh, with us right now. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey Maura, I ain't talking about yeah. So did you, you thought you saw him that night, I guess. 
Well, Amora, I, I got a tip from my brother's wife, who is uh, also our sister <laughs> and uh, the mother of my other brother's children. <laughs> Uh, that they saw a biggie near the campsite, so I figured I'd get in there and uh, try my best to get the son of a gun. Now, this couple, when they tried to go back to sleep, you fired more shots. Oh, yeah. yeah. You thought you saw them. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I sure did. I mean, the closest I've come to catching the hairy monster uh, up until this point was this past spring and that time I got a tip from my uh, grandmother who's also my great aunt and uh, <laughs> the mother of my brother's children and uh, and my niece's mom and uh, she thought she saw a big in her backyard oh, okay. so I was like I'm gonna go get that Sasquatch show him who's boss. Did you know that although you are allowed to have a gun on you in this national park, you're not supposed yeah. to be shooting it? I know. I know. You, know? you know? I was trying to protect my wife, who is uh, also <laughs> my third sister <laughs> and the daughter of uh, my dad. <laughs> right. I'm losing drag. It's hard to keep track of all this stuff. All right. Good yeah, luck with your yeah. quest. I hope you find them. Thank you. Careful with that gun, buddy. Hey, you be careful. Oh, okay. You're going to be camping. We got uh, Bigfoot around here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, good joining you. Thanks for uh, having me on. I'm glad you were, yeah, here. Thank you were you. here. That was awesome. Yeah. Great to have him on. There are police Get are, some insight there. Police are looking for him, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Remember yesterday when I was telling you about a python that was found in a sewer on the Danforth and this family came forward? They're like, that's our python. That's Monty. Mm. We lost him a month ago. Well, the family got Monty home and then they realized uh, this is actually not Monty. Hey, guys, it's me again over here. Uh, you need help getting those critters. I know the perfect person. Oh, yeah? Who's that? Yeah. Well, it's my uh, it's my great-great-grandmother, who is also my first girlfriend, and the person I lost my virginity to. Oh, okay, right. Uh, she's got away with snakes. Yeah, it's not a problem at all. Okay. Yeah. Let me know if you Canadians need some help. All right, thank you. I also know somebody else, my brother, (laughs) who is also also... the father of my children. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) how does that? Complicated. It's complicated. I don't know how that even works. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that. It's a battle of the exes this morning. Laura and Mike are competing to see who's got the worst ex. They each have a couple of stories. And Laura, we're going to start with you. What is your first move? Okay, so it was actually one of my first boyfriends. And after two years, I realized he was not for me. I was telling him it was over, over. Finally, one day, we happened to be driving down Upper James. And I made it clear we're done. He couldn't accept it that he got out of the car and laid in the middle of the road. As cars were coming, they stopped and he wouldn't get up. I was freaking out, having nervous breakdown. Finally, all these cars are honking. It was so embarrassing. He got up. I didn't even let him back in my car. (laughs) (laughs) You just pretended you were one of those people honking? Who's this weirdo out on the street? Yeah. You must be something. I gotta say, I hear that, and that's quite a compliment. I've never had a woman lie in the middle of the road for you to try and get me back. It's never happened. Sounds no, almost. If Ryan Gosling was that guy, 
All of a sudden, you got the notebook part two. <laughs> okay, Mike, what is your first move? Well, what happened was is that uh, it was my weekend to have my kids. Uh, I went 45 minutes to pick up the kids. There was nobody there at the house, so I waited in case, you know, she ran out. Turns out that she didn't run out. She actually went to Florida uh, for two weeks and then forgot to tell me. So what happened was when I got home, she left a message at my house that she just forgot to tell me that she was going to Florida for two weeks to visit her mother. So Not that's a cool. good hour and a half of driving <laughs> there, and plus the whatever you're waiting for. <laughs> but did the kids have a great time down there? I'm assuming so. That wasn't my concern at that time, but I mean, no. I'm glad that they did. And I would have had no problem saying, yes, they can go. Yeah. But I just don't know how you can actually book something and then turn around and say, oops, I forgot. Okay. Laura, your second move. About six months later, I'd moved on, and I happened to be at the movies, and I'm getting nasty texts from him while I was at the movies saying things like, oh, I know where you are, this, that. After the movies, I get outside. There's notes all over my car, the windshield, the back windshield, along with odds and ends that I left behind at his house. Oh. Like, just he had bags and stuff that I'd left behind. Some clothes, this, that. Things I didn't even care to grab off. Now, is that not a little convenience (laughs) that you don't have to go back to get that stuff? Or is it just the creepiness of it outweighs? And And you were at that theater with another guy? Yes. And so what does he make of the whole situation? Is he like, wow, you must be really something special that this guy would take the time (laughs) to leave all these notes for you? (laughs) Yeah, he was caught off guard because I think he was thinking in his head, what am I getting myself into? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Things didn't go far with me in this guy. I think this that just blew him away. Uh, scared him away. Mike, your second and final move. When we were in court, uh, as they were reading out all the information, their lawyer stood up and said, I'm sorry, but the, the names are wrong on the uh, plaintiff's paperwork. The kids' names are wrong, and I couldn't figure out what the problem was. Turns out that actually while she was in the hospital, she actually changed the birth certificates to her last name and didn't bother to tell me. Oh! That's not cool. Wow. <laughs> was it at least hyphenated? <sighs> Nothing. No. Was it at least a cool She's last like... name, like Cruz or something? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. And the worst part is they're boys, right? So they're two boys. They're, you know, you want them to have your name, you know, mm. carry on your name. But no, they actually legally have her last name. And this is while we were still together. And obviously, I didn't know she had done it. Wow. She waited until I left the hospital and then actually changed the paperwork on me. Well, there it is. All laid out in front of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a million more, but we'll just stick with the two. <laughs> Laura's ex lied on the road because he was devastated that they were going to break up. Mike's ex just erased his name from his kid's birth certificate, whatever, and, uh, and took them to Florida without telling him. Who is going to win this battle of the exes? Keep in mind, everybody gets a prize this morning, but our winner is Mike. Oh, Mike. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, but there's no losers. No, everyone wins. Everybody wins. You're not with the axes, and you get something uh, (laughs) at the end of the day. Thanks, guys, so much for playing this morning. Thank Thank you.
I've got four proven ways to make somebody fall in love with you. Are you ready for this? Am I ever? And you know who needs this is our uh, pal Chris Bundes, oh, the producer. He's dying Perpetually for single. Yes. He can't lock anyone down <laughs> two days in a row. <laughs> okay, Bundes, listen closely. Yeah, all right. Okay. The first tip on that first date is to actually go for coffee together and that is because science has proven when people hold a warm drink, they are more likely to say the person they're talking to has a warm personality. Mm, they're associating the two together. Mm-hmm. What a trick. Okay, good one. Number two, Bundus, get a dog. Women uh-huh. are more likely to want a long-term relationship with a guy if he's got a dog. Rough, rough. Okay. <laughs> Number three. Uh huh. Learn how to play an instrument or just carry a guitar. I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you play the guitar. I can do that. But but does it matter what instrument? Like, would it be oh. would it be sexy if I'm you know? Oh, welcome to my home. Hang on, let me just pick up the old didgeridoo and. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, listen. I love the didgeridoo, and that circular circular breathing is going to come in handy, I'm sure, at some point, when we're making out. <laughs> but if you picked up, like, an oboe or something like that, yeah. I probably wouldn't be such a fan. What but, about, uh, hey, I'm uh, learning to play the bagpipes. Let me play a little bit. I'm learning, Maura. Give me a break. I actually love the bagpipes as well. Well, if you're not a fan of uh, the bagpipes, maybe the recorder is more your jam. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, there's nothing sexy about that. So what you're telling me is it does matter what instrument you play. Yes, and science has proven that even if a guy is just holding a guitar case, that Mm. the women eat that... Uh, but if, I think that's the problem for me is because of that, yes. there's too many options for me oh. to pick. Oh, okay, here we go. Hold on, where's the sad music? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> that must be really hard. Oh. Tell us about oh, it. Too many options. Bundus. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I've gotten a little too picky and I don't know what I want anymore. And I meet a lot of nice ladies, but... Whatever it is I'm looking for just hasn't smacked me in the face and like stole my heart away. Well, you know what the key is? You need to spend more than one night with them, (laughs) Bundes, and get to know them a little bit, and then you'll find out what you like about them. What if you're carrying an instrument that sounds great but looks a little funny like a French horn? You know, you see that French horn, you're like, that's not really like a cool looking Uh, instrument. I dated a horn player, and let me tell you something. <laughs> yes, that is my thoughts exactly. Enough said. <laughs> I have a fashion question that I need you guys to weigh in on. I want to take a poll here. When in does the that room. ever happen? I know. Uh, you're asking curious. us advice on fashion. I'm just so curious what these two men in this room think, but mm-hmm. I'm also curious what you think if you're listening in your car right now. 1 800 953 2464. I think we've gone too far with this one accessory. And I'm talking about big, fake eyelashes. When I see the way eyelashes look now, like big, fake eyelashes, I can't see anything else on your face. You know what I mean? They're like butterfly wings. They're like 
Butterfly wings? You know, someone blinks and you can almost hear the wind. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I honestly feel like it's become this thing that we're focused on and it's like out of control now. People are getting eyelash extensions. People Uh are wearing false ones every day. But maybe I'm wrong. I want to know if you guys think that that's hot. Yeah, no, I, I, when I see girls wearing them, I think it looks pretty good. Bundes, you're on the dating scene. You uh, yeah. must come across them often enough. Yeah, I'm a fan. I think they look very elegant and fancy, you know? Oh. Girl bats her big eyelashes at you. It's like, oh, wow. It's not too you know? much sometimes. There, there is a limit. I have seen some girls with some ridiculously long ones, and, uh-huh. and it looks like you're an anime character or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, you can go too far. You, you ever see one of those Mini Cooper cars, and they have the fake eyelashes on the um, <laughs> headlights, yeah, and they come way up, and you're like, whoa, yeah, yeah it can get a little extreme. Mm-hmm. I think the the trend right now is extreme, so that's what I want to know: is yeah. it too much? Have we gone too far? Is it ridiculous? I'll tell you, I I much prefer fake eyelashes to fake long nails. Oh, I'm really? I'm not a long nail person. I don't think long nails is hot at all. Really? So I if I see, yeah, oh, I kind of yeah. like fake long uh, nails. No, <laughs> I want the I want the nub of the finger. Bundes, you want me. nails touching you I or like nubs? Nails. I, yeah, I think it's hot. <laughs> nails are nail kind of like dragging on your cheek. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would rather have the nub. You want the nub? I want a nailless nub. <laughs> In fact, if I could remove nails altogether, gone. Just nubs. Just nubs. <laughs> like, little, like little sausages. <laughs> yeah, it's so gentle. Never getting scratched. Yeah. You know? There's no, yeah. Okay. This has gone in a completely different direction. Rico, what do you think of fake eyelashes? They're great because that way when you're at the strip club, you know, you can really you know, emphasize your eyes. <laughs> you don't want to be at a strip club and their eyes aren't showing up because of the lighting. So basically, if you wear fake eyelashes, you're equating that person to a stripper. <laughs> Look, I've seen it. My other half has, is in the aesthetics and so is her daughter. It's getting to the point of being too phony. And I've, I've gone into the office and see these girls come in, and they look like they walked right out of a club. Oh, like, I see know, what you're it, saying. You know, for the average day, what you do when you go out to a gala party at night is not the way you do your makeup and dress during the day just doing your normal stuff. Right. There's different looks. What, right. And that's what a lot of these people are saying. Now, I know once you glue some of these on, they're on there for a fairly long time. But come on, they don't have to be two inches long and like so obviously fake that they don't, you know, they're, they're not attractive to me. You know, you well, are a completely different person than I am because I would love <laughs> if my wife dressed like she was at a club during the day. I would love that. You would? Yeah. Cocktail yep. dresses, whatever. <laughs> but, and I get that if you're with somebody for a while, but it's almost like false advertising if you're just meeting somebody and you think that, hey, they actually, you know, they're this, that, the other thing. And then you get them home and they take off their eyelashes. They take out mm. the padding. They take off the fake nails. It's like, you don't even look like the person I met. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So, hey, Rico, yeah. appreciate the call. Cheers. You two are like two peas in a pod, Mara. Oh, me and Rico. Yeah. It's like your soulmate. <laughs> On the same page yeah, with you, the fake eyelashes. I feel like you don't appreciate casual dress, though. Like, you hate it when your wife comes home and throws on jogging pants. Whereas- well, I don't hate it. I just, uh, when she comes home, because she dresses great at work. Yeah. I just want to see her <laughs> dress that way for more than 45 seconds. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I know my husband Because she looks loves so it. hot. And then she looks good anyway. Yeah, but I she just, does. yeah, it's a shame that I don't get to see her all done up all day like all her coworkers get to. Right. But my husband loves seeing me in my jogging pants and no makeup. Yeah, I mean, I like seeing my wife. My wife doesn't need makeup. I don't even like a lot of makeup. Uh huh. But, you know, she's got a skirt on and some heels and whatever. She <laughs> looks hot. It. Well, we, just, we just got a text from 416. Mm. Uh, fake eyelashes can be too extreme. A girl I work with has them, and they're so long, it's like daddy long leg spiders <laughs> on top of her bottom <laughs> and top eyelids. Uh, Why she wears them to work, no one really knows. Oh, well, it's her prerogative, I guess. Shocking news. Mora not into fake eyelashes, and she's wondering <laughs> why everybody's got them. Yeah. Uh, Bondis and I find them pretty hot. I'm talking about those big ones that you can't see anything else on somebody's face, but these big fake eyelashes. Grace, what's your take on eyelashes? I have them. I love them. I have the classic because I'm 57 years old. Do your eyelashes oh thin out when you get older? Is that one of those things that happens? I don't know, but I run all the time, and I look like all the time. And I think with the fake eyelashes, I finish my run, I'm all sweaty, but I look good. So are you wearing, like, eyelash extensions, or do you have, like, false ones? You go in and they glue them on. Ah, and how long do they last for? About three weeks. I'm going in for my third set today. And I got so many compliments, too. When really? Really? So, so many. And all from women. Do they ever fall half off in the middle of the day when you're near the end of that three-week run? They thin out a little bit, but they still look good. I'm not like these young ones that have these super, super long ones. You can't hear them as you blink? <laughs> no, Moving my air? Husband, my husband thinks they're really sexy. Ah, oh. well, and that's do you, nice. Do you get to pick the length that you want? Like, Yeah. It- Yeah, yeah. You can pick the length and you can pick the thickness of them. So I go go a little thick, but just normal length, but thicker. Huh. The young kids, they have the super, super long one. Mm. What else does your husband find sexy? Everything about me. I've been married 30 years. He loves me. Oh, my God. What's that like when you've been married that long? You've got to work at it. Yeah. And couples who play and train together, stay together. Yeah, and are things that you're still active, if you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. We cycle together. We walk together. No, nah, that's not what I was talking about. <laughs> I guess you didn't know what I was meaning. Uh-huh. And that together as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what? Because nowadays, the the world, is the, the young people, it's a disposable society. So marriage, you can just dispose of it so easy. Yeah, or well, not even that. They, they're disposing before they even get a chance to marry. Look at Bundes, our producer. Man, that guy, he can't get to a sixth date with somebody. Six? Well, I mean, yeah, I'm being generous there. A third or a fourth is a challenge. Yeah, that sounds more appropriate. <laughs> yeah. I have commitment issues. I must say, I've, I've tried to search him out on um, the internet, and I can't find him. Oh, very you, sexy boy. You're in for a treat. At, <laughs> at uh, Chris Bundes on Instagram. Grace, feel free to slide into my DMs anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old. <laughs> hey, Grace, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a good day, guys. You Bye. too. Can't believe you lost that one, Maura. Ah, you think I lost today? Seemed like it. Mm-hmm. Day 29, Tucker and Mora, Energy 95.3.
Uh, seems like way more people are in favor of fake eyelashes, and, uh, and we're was, talking about the big ones. You know? I was just saying, big, huge, fake I eyelashes. I have trouble seeing anything else on your face. What's happening, Amy? I am one hundred percent with Laura. I hate the eyelashes. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> it's too late. The topic's over. Your opinion doesn't count. Mora lost already. I lost. Yeah. Where were you ten minutes ago, girl? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. The this is like Kevin Durant being healthy today. Does it matter? <laughs> Golden State already lost. <laughs> oh, okay, so you find them to be too much, too. Yeah, I do not like them. The top of the lashes don't match the bottom of the lashes because they're too dark. Mm. They look like caterpillars. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> caterpillars resting on your eyelids. Well, you're doing it wrong <laughs> if they look like caterpillars, <laughs> ladies. Little hey, thanks for having Morris back, though, anyway. <laughs> I tried. Sorry. Thanks, Amy. <laughs> <sighs> That's what I needed. I need Amy to call. Mm-hmm. Everyone's mm-hmm. making fun of me, thinking I'm off base over here. What's going on, Tanya? I was just like to say that I'm calling in to be pro Mora, and I am very against those nat- unnatural, god awful things stuck to women's eyelids. Yes! I'm sorry. Uh, as I said to Amy, we're out of time on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> I needed you 10 minutes ago. That's fine. It's okay. I just wanted to stick up for you because I'm on your side 100%. It's more fun when nobody's on Maura's side. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for the call. No problem. Have a great day, guys. Tucker and Maura in the morning on today's best music. Energy. Energy. Wake up. Energy 95.3.